If you don't think you're worthy of it, you won't be able to receive it and enjoy it. Before we dive into our content today, I want to let you know about the 2021 Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. It's enrolling now and we have a few spots left. If you're ready to quantum leap your income and make 2021 your best year yet, I would love to see you there. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com spirit to find out about the program. Then book a call with me to discuss whether this is your very next best move. Time is of the essence and 2021 is right around the corner. So let's do this now. Welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez and it is my great pleasure to have you here today. Today we are talking about worthiness. And the big question is, are you worthy of all that you desire? Are you? That's the question. Are you truly worthy of all that you desire? This is the question that is often there underneath the surface, but not consciously heard. You're not conceiving your world, how you're showing up, what you're thinking as asking this question, but it is what's at the core of much of what's holding you back from the levels of success that you desire. And it's asked between the lines. It comes out in fears of not being enough, in the who am I to do X, Y, and Z? Who am I to charge more money? Who am I to show up on social media like that? Who am I to put that presentation in front of that client? Who am I to go after that contract? And it's a good question. Who are you? Have you proven your value? Have you proven your worth? Are you worthy? Are you worthy? An example of this in in a subtle way is when people speak to me about their business plan. We're having a conversation. We're looking at their business model and we start the evaluation. We start tweaking a little bit here, a little bit there. All these different ways that are necessary to scale their business. Scaling your business does not come from staying the same, does not come from doing things in a status quo kind of way. You have to look at what you have and make conscious choices about what's going to move the needle for you. And oftentimes I look at the three ways to make more money. Actually, I look at this every time, not most of the time, but all the time. There are three ways to make more money in your business. I'm going to just share them for you. It's not a secret, but most people make it much more complicated than it needs to be. And the three ways are you raise your prices, you sell more widgets, right? You sell more of what you already have, or you add a new channel of income to your existing business or as an adjacent channel to your current business. Those are the three ways. Everything, whether you're Oprah, Richard Branson, Beyonce, whoever you are in whatever industry you're in, those are the three ways. Those are the three ways. So let's take that first way. Charging more for what you do, whether you have are a contractor, you have contracts out there, whether you are in business working for someone else, like getting a, a higher pay raise, what you have to receive more for what you're already doing. You must raise your price. And this sounds fairly easy, right? Okay. 
just raise your prices. If I want to double my income, why don't I just double my rate? If I want to five times my income, why don't I just five times my rate? The math is easy. It's not complicated. We live in an easy and abundant universe. There's nothing complicated about it, but we get in our own way. And this is a, a clear place that is challenging for people because people don't always feel worthy of that higher fee, of that higher income. They have the question, who am I to do this? I haven't already performed at that level. I haven't proven that I'm worth receiving more. And yet, that's the rub, right? That's the chicken and the egg situation. You must raise your fees to gain the experience of working at that new level, right? You can't get the experience of working at that new level and prove your value at that new level until you actually raise your fees. You must raise your fees. Yet having not done it yet, all your fears of criticism, judgment, public failure come out. Same thing with hiring team. This ends up being a worthiness and identity, self-image issue. People don't see themselves as worthy of having a stellar support team. They have been in the supporting role for so long. Even powerhouse women who have been running a business for years, worked with so many women who have stayed plateauing at the same level because they're stuck in a role of saving other people, of taking care of other people, of being the responsible one. So they don't see themselves as worthy of receiving the support. They have a self-image of being someone who gives the support. Now, of course, you have multiple roles and you, you have multiple hats, but if you cannot see yourself as being worthy of receiving the support that you desire, you are going to constantly have team issues. And the crazy around team is huge. I've, I've been behind the scenes with so many women in business and they're trying to save their employees and putting up with people coming in drunk or people stealing proprietary information or leaving with passwords to websites and not giving them and all sorts of other things too you know, not showing up on to work on time, simple things. And you think, of course, why would you allow for that? Like, why is this acceptable? Because it's not, consciously, it's not. Consciously, you are someone who says, of course, that's not acceptable. Of course. And yet when you're in it, if you have a self-image that says you are not worthy of receiving stellar support, of being surrounded by excellent people, or you only are worthy of lower level people because you have a savior complex, right? And you must show up to save other people or that's been your role and you only know that you're valued because you save other people. That's gonna become very complicated and very hard to, sh to shift, okay? So, they, so this is a huge situation. These are just a couple examples in business. So you got to ask yourself that question. Let's go back to it. Are you worthy of all that you desire? And of course you are. Of course you are. On a spiritual plane. Spiritually, we are all worthy, whole, perfect. There is nothing to prove. 
nothing to do, no growth required. You're already worthy. We also, though, as you are very well aware of, are human beings working on this human plane. And here on this human plane, we must show that we merit recognition, that we deserve a specified thing, that we are valued and important. And how do we do that? There are two ways. And this is where I want you to really listen up. This is very important. There are two ways. The first way is that we actually have to do the thing. We have to do the thing we haven't done yet that we are worthy. We must break through the chicken and egg circular logic through action, through taking a different action. You must take new action at a higher level even before you have the full capability to do so. You won't know that you're capable of doing it. There is no guarantee that you will succeed and you must take that action anyway. You must gain the experience to become worthy and guess what? You might fail temporarily. This is a real risk. Actually, let me say that differently. You are going to fail. This is a given. You will fall on your face. You will make mistakes. You will will make horrible decisions. You will show up and flop. And if you're unwilling to experience that in varying degrees, sometimes they're small little mistakes that, you know, they kill you, they keep you up at night, but they're still just small mistakes. You wish you hadn't done it like that. You wish you could have a do-over. And in fact, you do have a do-over. You have tomorrow, you have the next day, you have the next moment. You can make a new decision. You can pick yourself up. You can become a different person. You can remedy the issue that you created. And you must be persistent in the face of these kinds of mistakes because this is the only way you will grow. You do not grow by showing up perfect already, by showing up at the level that you're working at already. It requires you to go to the next level. And guess what? You're not there yet. You have to learn how to be there. You have to experience life at that new level. And the fact that you don't yet have the capabilities, you must learn and grow. And if you are actually stretching yourself, if you're actually going for more, you will constantly be in this kind of level of growth. And you must get used to being comfortable in the tension of wanting more, going for more, but not yet having the skill set completely dialed in to be working at that level. And you must experience the the falling down. But you also must pick yourself up. And this is where persistence comes in. So you must take this new action at a higher level. And this new action at a higher level is not going to feel easy. It's going to feel hard. Why? Well, you're confronted not only by the fact that you've never done it before. Okay. So as many books as you read, as many courses as you study, as much advice as you get from someone else, from a coach, from a mentor, from a colleague, you still have never done it yet. So you have to do it. And that's a challenge. Okay. So it's not going to feel easy. 
it's going to feel hard, but it's also going to feel hard because you are confronted by your old self-image that says that you're going for, that's not who you are. That is not who you are. Your identity does not line up with that new goal, that new level of being, that new level of action, that new level of worthiness. That is not who I am. The old self-image says, I am this. And you can tell what your self-image is at, what level it's at, by the results that you are getting in your life, in all aspects of your life. Yes, in your business, in your cash flow. Are you making lots of money, but spending it and always having a payroll issue? Are you making not enough money and always having a payroll issue? Are you having a feast and famine uh, situation where some months you make a lot of money and some months you make a little amount of money? Are you having a sales issue? Are you not connecting with people? Are you not doing your outreach? Are you having a visibility issue? You're great at executing the whatever your business is, but you're terrible at marketing it. You're terrible at the visibility. So you don't have the clients coming in. These are all results and they're a reflection of your self-image. You, you can also look to your personal life. What is your environment telling you about your self-image? Who are you surrounded with? The people, the places, the things, whether it's in your business or your personal life. That's going to tell you exactly how you see yourself, not consciously, consciously you see yourself as someone who deserves these things, a great relationship, a beautiful home, um, a beautiful second home, a great team, expanding income, cash flow that works, great savings, all of that. You see yourself as worthy of that, but your self-image is such in your subconscious that is contrary to that. And that is what's going to take precedence unless you understand how to change. So how does this work? You must prove yourself worthy of what you desire by becoming the person who deserves it. And you don't do that by staying the same, staying the same, not actually becoming more and saying you deserve more. Guess what that's called? That's called entitlement. Ugh. And yet I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I want this, but I'm not willing to do the work to get there. But I deserve it. No, I'm sorry you don't. I'm sorry you don't. I have incredible compassion for how challenging it is to break through on the action side and on the self-image side. But you haven't proven that you deserve, you are worthy of that which you desire. Now, of course, on the spiritual plane, everyone is worthy. And yet here, this 3D world on planet Earth, in this experience that you're having as a human being, that is called entitlement. Stop that. Don't be that person. And let me tell you, I had to face this myself over and over and over again. And I pay so close attention to this. Is this that I'm feeling, this little irritation, this little resentment, this 
perspective that I'm having. This, oh my God, they're doing this to me, blame, blame, blame. Now I don't go there very often, but when I do, I'm on hyper alert. What is this actually calling forward in me? Because I take 100% personal responsibility for my life. That is a sign that I haven't grown to a level that deserves that which I desire. I must grow. It's a sign of entitlement. And I watch for it like a hawk because I'm not willing, one, to stop growing, two, to not have what I want. And I know the creative process. I know how to create all the goals that I desire, but it requires stepping out of entitlement and really stepping into the next level of who you're being. So let's talk about that. Okay. I want to say one more thing first. Little segue here. Don't misunderstand me about this new action piece, that it's going to be a challenge and, 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 and freak out that it's going to be all struggle and no fun and monkey on your back and grind it out and all that. Yes, there is going to be work. Okay. There is, you, you have to put in the work. There's no way around that, but change your attitude, become someone who loves the work. That is one way out of the struggle for sure. And, and I'm saying here, the, the work that you put in doesn't have to be a struggle. And it doesn't have to be a struggle. Let me say that actually slightly differently with a nuance here. It doesn't have to be struggle for the sake of struggling to become worthy of all that you deserve. No. Okay. You don't have to struggle for the sake of struggling. There's a whole zeitgeist mindset that many of us were brought up with that says you have to struggle for everything that you deserve. Otherwise, you're not worthy of it. Now, putting the work in, earning it, Yes. Struggling? No. No. Struggle, and, and that struggle can be addictive and can simply be playing out a self-image of someone who never gets ahead and can be a real trap. That said, by definition, there's always going to be tension in the growth. You must use the law of sacrifice to let go of those character traits, those behavior patterns, those ways of being that keep you in the struggle. And you must grow beyond it. This is your more life directive. This is what it's saying. It's saying you must grow. It is through your growth that you become more and then deserve more. But many people are too afraid, afraid of change, too afraid to make a mistake, too afraid to stake a claim that says, if I want more, I must become more and to do the work, right? Because nothing changes without the action. And the fear of the pain of the journey stops the majority of people in their tracks. You must be courageous. This is a question of being courageous at every decision point and taking the new action so that you're working at a higher level and are worthy of all that comes at that level. Let me give you a very simple example. You want to hire someone. Maybe it's a team member. Maybe it's a coach. You know you need to do this. It's a requirement for you to scale to the next level. But you've not done this before, or at least not at this level. Maybe you're hiring more people than you've ever hired before. Maybe you're paying higher rates than you've ever paid before. Maybe you're investing at a much larger level. Maybe you're 
doing it for the first time though. It can happen at all stages of business. And consciously, you're yes. Consciously, you say, I need this support. I need this person's expertise and I need to hire them. But subconsciously, all the noise comes up. Maybe it looks like, is this worth it? Which is really, am I worth it? Okay. Is this going to work? Is it going to be, you know, flush out and uh, help me? Is it really the thing I need to do? And all the noise comes up and it comes up in various ways. And basically it comes up saying, you know, does this merit the value that I'm giving it? Because it's a financial investment. That's a value. So we invest in time. We invest in intention, which is a kind of time also. And we invest financially. You can invest your love. You can invest your spirit. You can invest your inspiration, other things too. But those come in, I think, the time and intention categories. So fundamentally, we're looking at time and money. Does this merit the value that I'm giving it? And that often comes out as, can I afford it? And again, that's really, am I worth it? So many people say, Amira, but I can't afford it, whether it's to my coaching services or they're already clients and we're growing their team or we're investing in some sort of visibility and marketing initiative And it's like, uh, can I afford it? I can't afford it. But really, in this question, you're saying you're not worthy of affording it. You haven't done the work to afford it. And here's the rub. You're not willing to do the work to afford it. You're not willing to do the things to grow to afford it. And you're not willing to sacrifice your limitations. You're attached to them. That might seem harsh, but it's true. If you're saying, I can't afford it, you're saying, I'm not willing to do the work to raise my worthiness level, my havingness level, my my receiving level. You're attached to the limitation and you are, are stopping yourself. All those reasons. And many of them are intelligent, logical reasons. This isn't the right time. I have to do this first. I must complete A before I start B. It didn't work in the past. Why would it work now? Whatever it is, they are all alibis for you not facing the unknown challenges that come from growth. That you fear that you might not pass the test, that you might grossly disappoint yourself, that you might fall on your face in the process. And guess what? You will. I guarantee it. And this is where persistence comes in. You must stay persistent. And if you do, you will become more. You will grow. You will become the person who does the thing. And thus you will become worthy. And then it starts again as you go after your next level desire. But this time you're a little wiser. You understand how it's all done still takes courage. It still takes persistence. There is still making mistakes. There is still falling on your face, still calling yourself to a higher level and sacrificing what is no longer serving you. 
It still takes being 100% honest about exactly where you are and who you're being, where you're stopping, where you're playing small, where you're self-sabotaging. But it does become easier. You must stick with it and you must do it again and again and again for it to become second nature. And if I'm honest with you, which I am, that can take years. Now, you'll have immediate results that feel amazing, but the comfort with this process can take years, but you must stick with it. When you get to the other side, you're like, oh my God, this is freedom. I can do anything. I understand the methodology. I understand how to raise my worthiness level and receive whatever it is I want to receive. Whether that's the income, the the money, the cash flow, or maybe it's a fucking fantastic relationship. Maybe it's a lit up sex life. Maybe it's more time off. Maybe it's uh, savings in your bank account. Maybe it's better health. Maybe it's loving how you look in the mirror or in photographs. This works on all levels in all parts of your life. Okay. So this action piece, this is the first of the two critical ways of becoming worthy of all that you desire. And remember, if you don't think you're worthy of it, you won't be able to receive it and enjoy it. Many people have desires they never receive, whether that be, again, making a certain amount of money or having that intimate lit up relationship where they're adored and cherished. They want it, but they don't create it for themselves because they're not willing to do the worthiness work, the work required to value themselves enough that this is their new standard. Now let's go to the second very critical way that we become worthy of what we desire when we haven't yet done the thing required to be valued at that level, to be worthy. This is the the chicken and egg dilemma. So the, the first way was to take the action despite the fear. This requires the courage and is messy, but is 100% required. The second way, also messy, also required, is to change your self-image, who you see yourself to be. So again, many of you have heard me describe how the subconscious mind works and how our cybernetic mechanism works, but I'm going to share again on this because some people are hearing it for the first time. And quite frankly, you cannot hear it enough. You cannot hear it enough. In fact, if you could hear it every single day, it would serve you well because it would keep you aware of exactly what's happening unconsciously with you. So we have a self-image. We have a set of beliefs about who we are and how the world works that live in our subconscious mind. The who we are beliefs are our self-image. They are our identity. It's how we know that we are ourselves. It is our litmus test for being us. This is me. And it lives as an image in your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind has one job, and it is to keep you alive. It does not want you to die. And it, it is scanning the world to see if you are experiencing things that are new, because anything new, anything new that you do, is it 
potential risk of death because you have not survived that already in the past. So when you are going for more, when you're saying, I really want to hire that team person. I really want to hire that coach. I really want to raise my income level. I really want to start this new channel of business. I really want to start this business. I really want to uh, go for this new position. I want to work at the C level now. I don't want to be just a manager. Not that that's a bad thing. Maybe you're starting off in the, the mail room and you want to be a manager, right? But you have a next level goal. You want something. Yet your self-image says that you don't belong there. That, that is not who you are. And you have not done it yet. You have not survived that experience yet. So your subconscious mind is going to challenge any action and any thought that might lead you to achieving that next level goal. This is why the action part becomes a bit of a challenge because you have to break through your old self-image. You have to do something that is bigger than how you've seen yourself before. Now we can make this easier by doing the work to change your, your self-image directly. We change it through taking new action. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Huge incredible way to change your self-image. And you can take the action faster if you work specifically on changing your self-image. And you must, so you must work both sides, the action side and the self-image side. This is how you make it easier, not easy, but easier and faster. And this is something that I help my clients with. And in particular, we do this in the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass, which if you're interested in, please book a consultation with me. You can do that at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. And we can talk about this. This program starts off with how to set your goals and how to align your self-image with those goals. And then I teach you how to change your self image so that you set yourself up for success. So that action becomes easier because it's aligned with a new image of who you are. So that new image is bigger, is, is larger, and it allows you to go for more without your subconscious stopping you. So if that's something that you're interested in, now is the time to reach out to me. So book that consult. We'll have a quick conversation about where you're at and whether this is the right fit for you. And if it is, uh, super excited. The program starts in 2021, January. So again, the, the wrap-up summary here is in order to be worthy of more and not be in a state of entitlement, you must actually raise your level. Start working at a higher level. That's complicated. That's challenging. And you must step into that level by doing two things, taking different action, doing the same thing again and again and again. It's not going to get you to that, that next level. You must take bold, courageous action, okay? which might, in fact, be booking a consult with me. I'm not that scary. I'm actually 
quite a lovely person in case you're scared to talk to me. I really love talking to my audience and my community and the women who are resonating with this stuff. I really want to help you. I really want to help you get to that next level. So anyways, remember two things, action and self-image. So you need to take that bold, new, courageous action. You need to work at a higher level and you must change your self-image. And, you know, in another episode, we are going to cover environment. There's one more thing I want to say before we actually uh, wrap up this episode. And that is that environment is so key to changing your worthiness level, your havingness level. And we're going to talk about that in an upcoming episode on environment and worthiness and how your environment reflects back to you, your self-image and your worthiness level and your havingness level and how you can use environment to set yourself up for different results. So uh, pay attention to that when that episode drops, listen in uh, to that teaching and let's set you up for the next level of success for you. Rock it out, be unstoppable and have an amazing day. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.